Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode five of Spilling Salsa, the sports and pop culture podcast. As always, I'm Matt. I'm here with Chad. How are we doing today, Chad? Pretty good. Just enjoying my uh, Friday night, getting into some NBA. I'm looking forward to introducing some some new some new content and some new types of segments to the to the audience. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I'm very excited for for the pod this week. It's been a long week at work, so I'm excited to just chat about some some sports and uh, we've got some fun segments planned out. So hopefully they're entertaining to you guys as well. Uh, so to start, just going to talk a little bit about what happened in sports the past week or so. Uh, it's kind of unusual. There wasn't a huge event that happened within the past week. There was uh, just kind of a smattering of random events that happened or announcements or headlines here and there, but there was no huge event. Like we've had the masters recently. We've had March madness. Uh, we've, we've had a lot of big events and, this week was kind of a nice step back and just catch up a little bit on the start of the MLB season, uh, a little bit about the NBA push towards the playoffs. So definitely been watching that. But out of all the headlines, Chad, this past week, what was uh, the main one that caught your interest or you read about? Um, I'd say one of the things I was just interested, um, I kind of, I think I expected it. Um, you might've expected it as well. Alex Smith officially announced that he was retiring from the NFL it's uh, it's 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 sad, but it it was an incredible last season and turnaround for him. Uh, I think it was it was amazing within itself that he was able to not only play again but start games and win games as a a starting quarterback in this league after that terrifying injury that threatened his life. Um, the the story was incredible. I I enjoyed rooting for him and. He had a he had a pretty great career as um, a solid NFL starter, and he seems like a great guy. And I hope he enjoys uh, the best that retirement has to offer him. Yeah, Alex Smith. That I, I have to say as well. I'm I'm definitely a little bit saddened by the news of Alex Smith retiring. He was someone I really was rooting for with Washington, and I didn't love how his departure from Washington played out. And to be fair, uh, he certainly wasn't. He was certainly a shell of his former self, I think, and no no shame to him. I mean, he was coming back from a truly horrendous injury, and I'm not sure anyone can just get over that and, and be ready for contact again in, in a very dangerous sport. And so I just feel for the guy. He really – he had such a good thing going in Kansas City many years ago with – with the regime there and he led them to the playoffs and then he was unseated there felt like he sort of had a lot to give the NFL still. And unfortunately, as things were starting to look up again, he had a a horrible injury and it's tough to see that his career end like this, but I think it's the right decision for him and his family. Yeah. Like you said, I think uh, the story, a little bit of his career was just the wrong place, wrong time. Um, he was successful with the the 49ers and then Kaepernick unseated him maybe rightfully or unrightfully. So, I mean, he was, he was doing amazing things with them and leading them to the playoffs and NFC championship game, but obviously Kaepernick brought them to the Super Bowl, So maybe it was the right decision. But then, like you said, another injuries derailed the latter part of his career uh, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed watching him, and I enjoyed the the story and the comeback. It was, it was truly an inspirational story in a somewhat lackluster uh, NFL regular season. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Yeah, so Alex Smith retiring definitely a big storyline of this past week, and I, I'm not sure how much you followed this, but one thing that I was keeping my eyes on this past week was the so-called super league that was forming Mm -hmm. with all these top clubs in Europe, all the big names that, that you've heard of when you think of international club soccer, you think of Arsenal, you think of Manchester city, Manchester United, all those big premier league teams, uh, Paris Saint-Germain, Bayern Munich, all the Mm -hmm. big names, right. were in this, in this conversation to be part of this basically ultra league of the heavy hitters of European soccer to totally disrupt the, current format which is the uefa champions league which has been around for a long time and has been very successful in in bringing all of europe together and it was a 
bizarre 72 hours from when the Super League was first announced as something that was happening and had a lot of backing from owners to the immediate backlash by the public, by the fan bases all across Europe. And it was seriously like a just a total debacle and collapse within 72 hours. It, I've never seen anything like that. No, that was – it was bizarre um, if I had to describe it. It was – it was so quick and it gave you like something to think about. And you were thinking like, how would this work? I'm kind of excited, but I'm also a little confused. Like, I don't know if this will be good for the sport, bad for the sport, how the players react. And then all of a sudden you're thinking of all those things and then it's gone. <laughs> the idea <laughs> it's, it's done, it collapsed, it's over. And you're like, what the heck was that? Like, I mean, it's just, it, it was so weird. Um, you just, you often don't see like big, like news like that. And then it just, die out that quickly didn't even get the chance to even understand what it was like there was there was nothing to it so strange so yeah just the super league three days in the super league i'm sure there's going to be a documentary about it coming out at some point what the top team of the super league you know any team in that 12 team committee could say they were the, the champions of the super league at this point i am a big fan of the champions league and i'm a big fan of the exposure that it brings to clubs like like an Ajax or like uh, some of like Olympiacos, some of these random teams that have years of, of really good soccer and get to expose or get to show show themselves off on the national international stage. I really like that about that's partly what I like about March Madness, and it's also what I like about the UEFA Champions League, just the underdog stories. So I am personally glad that the Super League did not become something, and it's staying sort of a rich with tradition champions league. Yeah, that that's a good, that is a good sentiment. I would have loved to see it launch at least for just maybe a season um, or one like trial run of the league, kind of like the XFL just to see, (laughs) or just to see like how crazy it would have been. It could have been like super fun to watch, but then, I may have realized like, oh wait, this is actually terrible. Like I don't really <laughs> like this, but having all those big teams in it would be kind of cool. I would have loved to see it at least get off the ground, but uh, too bad uh, we won't get to, we, we just always will have to ask the, the what if, what if the Super League launched? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. So different sides of the coin there. Yeah, let us know what, what you guys think about the Super League and about Alex Smith's retirement. Um, obviously, there were a lot of other big sports moments this past week, but again, not, no big, big crowning moment or achievement this this past week, which was kind of nice, to be honest. Um, so we're going to jump into our next segment uh, after the break. Welcome back, guys. Uh, we have a new we have a new segment, similar structure to an old segment, but uh, we're gonna hit the road today. And I know this is close to Matt's heart as he's been road tripping very frequently over the past uh, twelve months. And in this segment, we are going to pretend that we have a twelve hour road trip. So basically, you know, driving from Virginia to Florida or something, you know, driving down the coast like a twelve hour day. You know, you're you're going to be in the car all day. So we're going to, we're going to say it's from 6am to 6pm. You know, you want to hop on the road at 6am. You don't want to hit that, that traffic. You want to get on the road early, get, get started. Our challenge is to pick one breakfast sandwich, one road snack. Actually, no, we'll go with two road snacks. I be generous, hmm. be generous. Okay. One drink. We're going to assume that water is already in the car. You know, we, we, you, you packed water bottles. You don't need, <laughs> that's not going to be the beverage. This is the beverage that you really want to enjoy. And then we're going to pick one stop for lunch because a, a lunch stop is always crucial, as you know, in a, on a road trip. You got to decide when you're going to do it, what you're going to eat, because that's just that, that really breaks up the road trip kind of half and half. You put it, set, it, set the good half going. And then when you get to your destination, we're going to assume that your favorite hot home cooked meal is at the mm. ready coming out of the oven. So okay. choose, <laughs> choose your lunch wisely because you know you're going to want to enjoy that dinner. Ooh, okay, okay. Very interesting. Um, very interesting prompt here. So, so you said, uh, well, we'll start with the breakfast sandwich, I guess. 
Yeah, we're gonna start with a breakfast sandwich. So I'll let I'll let you start off. If you could have one breakfast sandwich from any place you can you can think of, how do you want to start your road trip? Okay, well, so this is as you said, this is very near and dear to my heart. Recently, um, during during the COVID months, I've certainly been traveling via car between my folks' place in Virginia and uh, my girlfriend Erica's folks' place in Florida. So we have actually made that specific trip that you mentioned, Virginia to Florida, quite a few times in the last many months. I got to be honest, every time I've gone, it's been something different for breakfast, something different for lunch, and I like to mix it up a little bit. But I, I, I think I'm on board with I can craft my ideal food trip here. And one thing I do love about, about road trips is that it's kind of an excuse to just junkify your body for a little bit and be like, yep, I'm just going to eat fast food for for two or three meals and I'm going to oh, absolutely get all the fun, weird crap at the, at the convenience store. That's a given. No matter, no matter what kind of uh, diet I'm on at the time or however health conscious I'm being, if I know I have a, a full day road trip, I just, I know going into that day that I'm about to eat three really unhealthy meals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And a yes. lot of snacks. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. So without further ado, I will start with a breakfast sandwich. Um, I'm going to take a very interesting one. And it, it might sound to some people, uh, I don't know, pretentious or elitist, if you will. So I am foregoing the usual fast food joints. And I'm going to go for uh, Einstein Brothers. I'm going to take wow. the – they have this delicious breakfast sandwich called the Chorizo Avocado Sunrise which has got chorizo sausage, it's got cheddar, eggs, obviously, avocado, and it has like their jalapeno, they call it a schmear, but it's really just cream cheese, but like they're like, oh, it's a schmear. So that's what I'm going for with my breakfast sandwich. And I'm ready to hear some flack for that because I know that I might have to go out of my way a little bit to get some Einstein Brothers. Yeah, the, it's questionable. It's very questionable decision. Out of all the, the nice, greasy delicious traditional breakfast sandwiches you're going with a a very very modernized maybe <laughs> hipster type breakfast sandwich here with the uh i mean with a name like chorizo avocado sunrise i mean I <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, no I, I i get i get the feedback i understand it and here's what i'm going to say to that is on my road trips i like a big sized breakfast sandwich and i gotta be honest the wendy's chicken biscuit the mcdonald's mcgriddle like the hardy's sausage and egg like all top contenders for me but i'm hungry still after i'm just still hungry yeah that's um that is a frequent problem for me as well i i'm a big eater and i don't like eating just one sandwich if i were to get a breakfast sandwich i mean you can automatically assume that's going to be plural breakfast sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that's a. Uh, it sounds it sounds good i don't trust einstein brothers honestly <laughs> i had one i had one on campus at george mason and eh, the pizza bagel not very good <laughs> overrated some of their breakfast some of their breakfast is all right i i do like the the addition of the jalapeno cream cheese that does that does sound pretty tasty i think that can be a redeeming quality for your for your your bagel <laughs> yeah uh just remind they call it a schmear it's a schmear uh, a, sh a schmear i'm i'm not gonna remember that and i'm never gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> so, with, without further ado, we're going to move on to my sandwich because I'm going to I'm going to try to be a little more relatable and down to earth wow. for our audience wow. here. Wow, <laughs> I'm not going to rise above. I'm going to I'm going to go with a classic that you actually mentioned in your in your in your tangent you went on. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a griddle. I'm going with the classic Ooh. sausage, egg, and cheese. McGriddle, and I'll tell you why. Not only do I love the reasoning for why the McGriddle was created the way it was to be eaten in one hand, because there's crystallized syrup inside of the bowl. <laughs> like, you're telling me that they made a sandwich. They sat down and they were like, you know what? We're going to make a sandwich that's so glorious 
that we're going to have syrup flavor inside so the person does not have to dunk it in syrup to eat it. It's well thought out. And as much as I don't like a lot of food at McDonald's, I am a sucker for the McGriddle. So I'm going to start my day early and I'm going to get me a McGriddle. And honestly, what type? What type? What type? uh, See, it depends on the mood. But if let's just say it's 6 a.m., like we said, I'm probably going to go with just a like a sausage, egg, and cheese purely because my diet has so much chicken already that I like to, <laughs> that I, when I, when I get like a sandwich of like that, I'm like, all right, you know what? I eat too many Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Um, and that brings me to the, the point I forgot to mention this road trip, uh, is on a Sunday. So Chick-fil-A was obviously out, uh, because mm. if Chick-fil-A was mm. in that, I mean, you know where I'm going to lunch. Like, I'm going to right. I mean, I'm going to breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. There's no question. <laughs> so without that, I'm going to stick with the McGriddle. What do you think about the McGriddle? It's, it's a classic. I know you've, you've had your fair share. Here's what I'm going to say about your McGriddle choice, Chad, is I love the McGriddle. I'm, I'm, trust me, I am a huge proponent of the McGriddle, and I tell people to order the fucking McGriddle because a lot of people think the McGriddle is gross and has this weird, it's like, oh my God, they like manufactured a pancake with syrup inside. That's so bizarre. I'm like, yeah, they manufactured a sandwich with sugar, like maple syrup sugar inside the fucking sandwich. Like that's delicious. I love the McGriddle, but have fun being hungry in an hour, dude. Have fun being hungry in an hour. That's, that's my primary argument against the McGriddle is it's not filling. That's fair. And because the, and because the prompt said breakfast sandwich and not sandwiches, I will not be able to get two, which is going to be upsetting. I, that does that's not going to stop me from maybe getting hash browns as a side and a coffee <laughs> to go with it but um okay okay i think uh we've got the we've got the classic versus the 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 more modern choice we'll see we'll see how people respond to that yeah yeah we'll see about that um, i feel decent what's the next one what's the next one you got the road next snacks? one road snacks two road snacks and i'll and i'll lead it off here for road snacks there's so many directions you can go but for me like I mentioned earlier, when I'm on a road trip, I'm going to be super unhealthy. When I say unhealthy, I mean super unhealthy. <laughs> like my my road snacks. No, I I'm not I'm not buying fruit. I'm not buying like a freaking bag of baby carrots to dip in freaking ranch or some something like that. No, if I'm grabbing my two road snacks, the first one, spicy nacho Doritos. Hmm. I'm. I'm getting I I'm a big chip guy. I I love chips as you know we we both love chips and salsa. I love plenty of other types of chips, Doritos, burritos. I mean all the the classic like barbecue chips. So I'm going with spicy nacho Doritos because it's my favorite flavor of Dorito and I'm getting the big ass bag. I'm not getting the single portion. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting the family size. <laughs> yep. So as soon as you finish your McGriddle, you're jumping into those. Yep, exactly. Which I, I had to sacrifice. I went with the smaller sandwich because I knew I had the family size bag of Doritos right. coming right afterwards. That's right. Family so, of one. So what, what do you what do you think about the the Dorito choice as a as a first snack? So I thought long and hard about these snacks and when I say that, I mean, I thought long and hard about these snacks. Every single time I go on a road trip, I think long and hard about what snacks I want to bring on the road trip. And I got to be honest, I love Doritos and I love Cheetos and all those kinds of O's as well. Cheerios. But... Actually, I don't like Cheerios. Good point. Strike that last one. I don't like Cheerios. <laughs> Sawdust on with milk. Here's what I'll say about Doritos. I don't want to have to use a napkin while I drive. And I know that the, the finger cheese action that gets on because of Doritos, I don't like that on my steering wheel. So for that reason, I'm, I'm sure that you've, you're probably going to be steering with your left hand while you eat with your right. I get that. But at the same time, I'm just not a fan of having to have the like cheese dust on my fingers while I drive. And I'm not, a, I'm not like a, a finger sucker. I don't, I don't suck my fingers after I eat that. So mm-hmm. I can't I can't support that decision to be honest. The only part of that that I agreed with <laughs> was the was the very last part. Sucking fingers is deplorable. <laughs> it's gross. Uh, it's it's one of my like just 
fears. Like something I, when I see someone sucking their fingers after eating Cheetos might be one of the most skin crawling, like gross things I could see. Like, <laughs> it's, it's terrible. But in this situation, I actually, I'm going to be steering with my, my left hand eating with my right. <laughs> I figured as much. I figured that's how, that's how you would approach it. And, but. Then, and, then, and then you go on cruise control, you know, once you get on the highway, you're rolling, but it, you ha- only a seasoned Dorito eater can only have a little bit of cheese on their fingers while they're eating. You just have to eat very carefully. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm curious to see your method because I haven't found it yet uh, to figure that out. I'm going to counteract your, your Doritos here with my first road snack. And it's an interesting choice. I'm wondering how you're going to take it. It's yogurt covered pretzels. And I, I, I see your face and you have a confused look right now with yogurt covered pretzels. And uh, I, let me, let me explain to you yogurt covered pretzels, please. And it's very, it's very simple. It's very simple. One, it fulfills the important criteria of no food dust on my fingers, which is criteria number one for my road snacks to be, to be, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And criteria number two, they're almost the most delicious type of pretzel in existence. And the only way that it gets better is if you make the pretzel something that has food dust on it. Like cheat, like, uh, like I love these honey mustard and onion Snyder's of Hanover pretzels, but I can't eat those cause there's food dust. So I have pretzels. to go, I have to try the yogurt covered pretzels cause they're this perfect blend of sweet and salsa that I want on my road trip. I need to compose for a second. Yeah, yeah no, compose yourself because I just rocked your world with that pig. I don't know if I've ever wanted anything or desired <laughs> anything that started with yogurt covered. Oh. But but uh, I, it's hard because I'm biased because I'm not a big fan of yogurt in general. I was not a fan of gogurt especially i think that is really gross (laughs) but and that was kind of scarring as a child so i don't know if that has any any like reason why i don't i I mean i like it some greek yogurt mixed in a smoothie you know like give it a little bit of protein give it a little bit of flavor but i'm not one of these people that can like dip stuff in yogurt or put yogurt in my oatmeal or yogurt with my cereal and (sighs) i love pretzels so i'll say this i'd be willing to try these yogurt covered pretzels if you're able to offer them to me, I would love to have my mind changed on what I think is <laughs> it's very strange. And another choice that's leading me to believe you're being too health conscious with your with your chorizo me, and avocado bagel and your yogurt covered pretzels. <laughs> let me explain to you something really fast. And that is, one, chorizo is like 80% fat, so not okay. healthy. <laughs> what, about that, what about that avocado and that? Uh, what else is on there? Some. some hey man, if, cream, if you some... can't, if you can't, if you can't beat the avocado eaters, you got to join them. If you can't <sighs> beat them, you got to join them. And then I... number two about yogurt covered pretzels. I don't know if you're thinking of the right thing because this isn't like I'm dipping like Snyder's of Hanover in a freaking thing of Chobani, like and eating <laughs> it like that. No, they're like it's hard yogurt and it's sweet and it's basically candy. So I don't know. I'll bring you some. I'll bring you some, and we'll change your mind. I do appreciate a a salty and sweet combo. So I I'd be I'd be willing to give it a shot. So we're gonna we're gonna move on to my my second snack. This snack not gonna be very fulfilling, if I'm being honest. Hmm. But it's a it's a snack that I just find myself. I I don't like going road trips without having some candy, and it's super bad. I shouldn't. I really shouldn't, and, but I'm not a guy who likes chocolate, so a lot of candy is automatically cut out for me, but there is a candy that I get at the movie theater. There's a candy that I get at the Dollar Tree. There's a candy that I get at 7-Eleven, and the candy I'm talking about is is a, is a kind of unique candy. You don't think about it very, very quickly, but it's Mike and Ike's. <laughs> Sorry? The Mike and Ike's candy. I'm not talking about no Starburst or no Skittles, not the classics, but something about the tropical flavored Mike and Ike's. <laughs> I'm talking about the big box of Mike and Ike's. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so you understand that? You understand what I'm saying? I think I'm having a more of an adverse reaction to this than you had to my yogurt covered pretzels. 
it is because, a, it is a very similar face I'm seeing. <laughs> on the power ranking of all candies and even fruit candies, fruit flavored candies, there's like almost every candy, including like the dots that you eat off a piece of paper that you have paper in your mouth after you eat them, including those. And then you get Mike and Ike's like after all of those. I didn't know you ate those at, at the movies. And I'm frankly, I'm, I'm a little bit perturbed. They do make a lot of noise when you're getting them out of the box. A lot of noise. That's, that's, a lot of noise. That, that is a that is that goes. That's almost hypocritical of me because I we talked about uh, a pet peeve of noise in the movie theaters, and it, it can be slightly distracting. Um, but I, I can't help myself. So it, it's a very it's a very out there, interesting choice, and I I understand the flack that I intend to receive on this by <laughs> by choosing Mike and Ike's over all the other candies there are, uh, but. If you've if you've had the tropical Mike and Ike's, somebody out there has to have had them, and they'll understand. Okay, well, interesting. Um, I'm going to close this out, and maybe this one is is too health conscious, but I like I like my road trips to include some sort of bar. I'm a big bar guy. I love bars, like granola bars and protein bars and bars in general. Big I like bars. What's that? A cocktail bar? Like what other bars? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all all kinds of bars. Sure. I'm going to go with my personal favorite type of cliff bar, the chocolate mint cliff bar. I know you're not a big chocolate guy, but this has a little caffeine in it. Give me a little kick, a little excitement for the ride. And I just like like the bar. And I think it's a nice fuel source to keep me entertained and especially if I'm alone. I need something that's going to keep my mind busy. So that caffeine provides a nice little jolt for me. I respect the the caffeine choice. That'll be that'll be coming later for me. Uh, you already but, said coffee with your breakfast. I'm a big caffeine guy. I, I, a coffee for breakfast is not going to get me through a 12 hour road trip. And let's be clear: in a 12 hour road trip, I'm going to be driving all 12 hours because Caroline is uh, she's not entirely helpful when it comes to splitting the road trip. She'd rather no, no, split no, yeah. the passenger let's, seat. Let's dive into that. Let's let's jump into that one, huh? <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, man, I don't know about. Uh, I mean, I I'm not surprised. Uh, you've been health conscious since we started, so I, I see the trend. <laughs> I would I would expect you to go with like vitamin water or coconut water as your as your beverage coming up, or maybe wow. even like. Uh, so this <laughs> is this is the reputation that I'm building right is, here that. I'm the healthy guy. This, this is not even healthy. Chorizo is like 85% fat. It's getting more fatty as we talk about it. Uh, who, who actually knows what chorizo is? <laughs> it just tastes good, okay? Like maybe – it just sounds healthy though. Like when you're thinking of the meats you put on something, you're just like chicken, beef, like chorizo. You're like, oh, that has to be like some like delicate, like flaky – I know it's not, but still. It's <laughs> <I> not. <know. laughs> I actually love chorizo. It's so fatty and delicious. All right, let's move. <laughs> All right. So for my, my drink on my road trip, my drink of choice is going to be another caffeinated drink. Of course, I run the risk of having to pee the whole time when I drink caffeine. It's a risk I'm willing to take. And that's going to be Mountain Dew Code Red is my drink of choice here. Okay. What, do you, what do you think of Mountain Dew Code Red? I I agree that it's – the best flavor of Mountain Dew, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, however, I'm not a big Mountain Dew guy. I have to be in a certain kind of mood, or maybe it's the last soda left in the cooler, and if I'm really craving some caffeine, I'll take a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew's just... I don't I don't love it, and I mean, it's going to make you pee like crazy. That is... that is. You did say True. you have to deal with the consequences, and you definitely know by... If you're drinking, like, I don't know if you bought a 12-pack. I don't know if you bought a 6-pack. I don't know if you bought one. Like, But if if you're cranking through some Mountain Dew and some, some Code Red, you're going to be stopping at a lot of gas stations. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I expect that. And I'm annoyed at myself at how... I have terrible bladder control. Like, I have... Not that I pee my pants, like I just have to go a lot. Like I have to pee a lot on road trips. Okay. And so I'm always, I'm always worried when it's like I've got a code red, code red in my hand, and I see the sign that says next rest stop seventy three miles. I'm like, this could be troubling. 
this uh, this might require pulling over into the exit lane and uh, taking a short foray into the woods. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, I will I will counteract that with a recent change. I'd say over the last like year, because I always went to the same beverage for road trips countless times. Um, and if any of our listeners were listening in our island segment about our desert island, uh, Dr. Pepper has always been a first love of mine for any sort of caffeinated needs. But here and recently, I've actually started to go with the mo- the monster. I'm going to go with monster. Monster zero zero sugar or zero calorie i think the whatever that oh. option was, i'm trying oh, to health guy we got health yeah, guy over health here, guy over here. <laughs> i know i had to i mean if you started off by switching roles i mean you chose mountain dew unhealthy as as any soda in existence so i had to i had to take your role on here so i had to choose the zero the zero <laughs> uh, calorie stuff or zero sugar it's one of the two but i think monster is actually delicious it's it it works insanely well and i think it has a lot better taste than red bull i don't know how big of a red bull guy you are or if at all but i used to be a red bull guy in college but monster is something i i stock for every road trip now i uh i i have a monster probably i'll have two in the car one for midday one for afternoon just to make sure i'm awake alert and enjoying my driving experience yeah monster is actually delicious i agree completely i like monster a lot and are you talking about the white one is that the, is it the yes. white one? Yes, the, yeah, white, the white one. one. Yeah. yeah, white one's very good. Very good. I actually like most of their flavors, like the orange one, the purple one, the pink yeah, one. They're all, all good. All, all good. Great. I thought about Monster for my road trip, but <sighs> Monster just it makes me have to pee even more than Mountain Dew does. <laughs> it just I just I I think about the pee aspect when I, I have tell. to travel I, I, you you are very concerned about your your lack of bladder control yes and monster like it has like you know how cigarettes have the surgeon general warning like look at a monster can it'll say in fine print like surgeon general warning like will explode your bladder if you drink too much so i'm very careful about those i have i have unbelievable bladder control so i don't i don't <laughs> tend, i don't tend to worry i can i can probably down two monsters and still not have to stop wow um, it's 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 insane i don't know if it's healthy i probably should see someone about it but that sounds bad yeah (laughs) you don't you don't want that (laughs) definitely it sounds bad but i'm uh i okay we 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 respected each other's choices for this one it was not as uh we weren't as opposed as the the previous choices but now but now the lunch stop this is this is arguably Mm. this Mm. This might be the second most important because clearly the breakfast sandwich is the most important. Like when you start your day with a good brekkie Sam, like that's that's what you need. So for the lunch stop, this one this one was tough because Chick Fil A is my my go to lunch stop. Like if I need lunch on any occasion, it doesn't matter what I came from, where I'm going, how much time I have, I could have all the time in the world. They'd be like, "Hey, you want to go to a sit down restaurant?" I'm like. Eh. I'll just go to Chick Fil A. <laughs> so, for lunch, I chose I chose a place that I'll probably get like I'll probably get a lot of flack for because the food is not high quality. <laughs> well, it's, it's high quality depending on who you're talking to. Me, someone with very, very, very low standards in terms of quality of food. I'm more concerned with the price and how much I can eat. Mm-hmm. This this choice has become f- harder to find in recent years because a lot of their locations have closed. But mm-hmm. you may know, you might know where I'm I'm headed here with a, a value place that you can eat a lot. And I know you talk about, about Grand China Buffet. Not quite. It's it's in the same <laughs> it's in the same spirit. And I know you and I have a an affinity for grand china buffet and buffets in general so with that being said i know of the one i'm going to and i'm picking i'm picking cc's pizza oh <laughs> out of left field oh cc's pizza wow so you're, do, you're doing full sit down you're, you're going full on going and, well, and sitting down and, and doing buffet 
I'm going to sit down and do a buffet, but I'm, I'm a very fast eater. So this isn't, this isn't turning into like an hour of eating. This is like, I get in, get my drink, get my like six plates, yep. get my, mm-hmm. get my desserts. You know, those little cinnamon swirl things like they're oh, the best. They're the best. They're so, they're so good. I, I forego the salad may forego the pasta. I might get a little bit of salad. I'll get a, I'll get a, I'll get a bowl of yeah. pasta. Yeah. Bowl yeah. pasta is not too bad, but you, you, he knows what I'm talking about with the cinnamon swirls and the pizza. And it's, it's out there. Like this is probably a 30 minute for me, like a, a 30 minute in and out. Yeah. For those listening in Boston, and I know there's 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 uh, a lack of CCs all over the place now, but there was a CC's pizza commercial when I was in Boston, and I got so excited because we. So for those that don't, Chad and I went to a lot of CC's when we grew up, and CC's is the best. And when I saw a CC's pizza commercial in Boston, I was so jazzed, and I looked up where the closest CC's was, and it turns out. The closest CC's Pizza, despite being on a fucking commercial in Boston, <laughs> is in Albany, New York, Jeez. which is not close. <laughs> so I appreciate that decision. It, you could be very out of luck in finding one, but yes, that is that is that is the fear. But luckily, my reasoning here and how it will work for me is the majority of my road trips are inner in state. So I'm going from. Northern Virginia to Southern Virginia, Southern Virginia to Richmond, up to Charlottesville. And there are about four or five CCs that I know the locations of, especially oh, yes. right <laughs> off the highway in Williamsburg. Oh, um, yeah. Shout out, shout out to William and Mary. That's, 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 the, uh, the, that's the spot. That's the spot. <laughs> but uh, it's it, the danger here, though. I mean, you can obviously – you can expect the, the danger here is going to a buffet for lunch knowing – that my favorite home cooked hot smoking dinner is coming out of the oven when I get home. Yeah, your parents could be a little bit sad when you get home and you're smelling like cinnamon rolls from CC's and they're like, We know you went to CC's again, Chad. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not the first me. time. It's not the first time this has happened. And they're like, Well, we just made you this awesome chicken pot pie and now you're just gonna like poke your fork at it because you're still trying to digest that fake cheese. So uh, I will say that I have the, I have the the fortitude when it comes to I, I will never disrespect my mother's cooking like that, no matter <laughs> no matter how full I am. If I even ate like two hours prior, I'm still eating an entire plate of whatever served to me for dinner. No matter if I'm about to throw up, like I will eat it and make sure I like like make sure everything's good. Like because if she if she made dinner and it's hot and smoking on the table, like you can't you can't beat that like a home cooked meal coming to and it's 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 there like right as you walk in the house you're like you can see it coming out of the oven man there's there's nothing better than that yeah no that that's that's spoken like a a true a truly good son uh very good i'm gonna take a very stark different different path because i am going to be thinking about that home cooked meal and and i like eating but i know that i'm gonna want seconds or thirds of my home cooked meal when i get home so i'm actually gonna take one of my favorite Gas stations. Oh my god! With <laughs> gas station is is a slummy word for this place. It's very okay. nice. I kind of get this is you, I get where you're headed. And this is Wawa. We're going Wawa. to Wawa. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get flack for my choice, but now I feel a hell of a lot better. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You got a problem with Wawa? You ever eaten at Wawa? You ever had their their there you ever you ever gotten gas at wawa it's great gas i i love wawa don't get me wrong whenever when when i'm on the highway on a road trip and i'm looking for a place to get gas i always choose wawa because i know i'm gonna go inside and get either food or snacks with the gas and i know they'll have high quality choices but that being said for a lunch meal to choose a gas station quote unquote <laughs> it's it's very questionable i love wawa but come on man you ever you ever been to wawa yes you have but let me let me paint a picture for you you ever been to wawa and i know this is outside of time frame of our road trip but picture this you've just gotten off the delaware memorial memorial bridge mm-hmm. you see that wawa you go in 
you see that chicken, those chicken tenders with the barbecue sauce, you can make it into a sandwich. You can have it as a bowl. You can have it as a plate. You can get the smoothie with it. There's so many options. And like they make it handcrafted in front of you. It's like a Subway on crack. I love Wawa and I love their gas. And I'm going to go pee in their bathroom and it's going to be great. See, I can't argue with the fact that Wawa, for if we're doing like a gas stop, like Wawa is like the total package like of like road trip gas station stops. If you could imagine your ideal stop for like a pee break, Wawa is like heaven because you get high quality gas. You've got comparative, like good, cheap gas price. Like you said, you can do food, you can do milkshake, you can do smoothie. Like it is definitely a good option as a, as a stop. I don't, as a lunch stop, it's questionable, but I respect, I would never, I cannot talk bad about Wawa as a lunch. <laughs> choice, it's, it's questionable. I'll, I'll say that, but Wawa is amazing overall. Hey man, I'm a three in one shampoo kind of guy, shampoo, yeah. body wash, conditioner. And I'm a three in one stop kind of guy on a road trip, gas, bathroom, lunch. You're, you're thinking outside the box. You're thinking big picture. I like it. <laughs> I, res- I respect that. <laughs> All right, let us know your thoughts. A lot of controversy with what you could pick here, a lot of options. So uh, curious to hear your thoughts, and we'll be back in a little bit. Hey, everyone. We've got a super different segment coming up, so get ready to change gears a little bit. In honor of the nice weather coming in, the nice spring weather that is in most of the country right now, it's uh, certainly been nice to, to get outside and not have to put on a, a jacket all the time or go for a nice run or something. Uh, so yeah, celebrating the return of the warmer weather and people definitely with, with COVID and with winter antsy to get outside. Something that, that we've noticed is that means the outside date activities are coming in real hot. So Absolutely. pick your, whether it's Tinder, whether it's, hinge whether it's plenty of fish or coffee meets bagel pick your app obviously online dating is is here to stay and uh outdoor dates are here to stay so outdoor dates i want to play a game with you chad where i'm not sure if you ever played the game called perfect in every way basically okay we're gonna put a little spin on it where i'm gonna give you a prompt it'll be if say you go on an an outdoor date there's gonna be outdoor themed an outdoor date with a person a guy or a girl so if you're interested in guys or girls uh, this will work either way and if you love everything about this person like they're they're like seem like they're perfect on this first date but there's this one like potentially fatal flaw that is exposed to you are you going to be willing to overlook that and go on a second date with them so that's my that's my question for you okay and we will start here with pretend you're interested in a guy in this instance all right Okay, pretend, so, pretend. Okay, got it. I mean, you could be. You could be. I don't know. I just let's just say in this in this world, which could be the real world, that you're that interested. I'm, that I'm interested in a guy. guy. Okay, go on. So, so this guy that you want to date with is perfect in every way, every way. But it's a swim date, and you find out they swim in jorts and only jorts. Oof, jean shorts for the uninitiated. Okay. Yeah. If man, so this guy, I either he asked me or I asked him to a swim date, is what you're saying. Yeah, maybe the beach. Go to the beach. Okay, the beach. Go to okay. Pool. So let's just say. Okay, I asked him to. I asked him on a beach date. Awesome guy. We've talked on the date. Uh, we've talked on. Let's say. Okay, Cupid. He seems perfect <laughs> in every way. He. He. I'm excited, and we get to the beach, and he shows up in jorts. Is what you're saying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or hey, even worse, he gets changed into jorts. Oh no. Like right, go, right hey, on the it's beach. up to interpretation. I'm just he's just swimming in jorts. Okay, he's swimming in jorts. And this this also means that he this is his outfit of choice for future swimming dates as well, is what you're saying. Like he always swims in jorts. Or is it just it would, it would seem that way, yeah. Because okay, if it's first impression and the guy's wearing jorts, I just I gotta think that he wears jorts like every time he's swimming. Okay. That's, that's, that's rough. Um, that's a, a very questionable life decision. I can, I can relate to this personal story, super quick. 
we you, you're very familiar with jungle golf the og <laughs> virginia beach near the oceanfront mini putt yes the the putt putt place uh, for champions so <laughs> i went and we decided to go to the beach you you actually may have been there i believe you might have been there i know cj was one of our other friends but I made the decision at the weird at the weird time in my life where I was wearing a pair of jean shorts, the only jean shorts I've ever owned, which I regret even admitting that. <laughs> and I re- I am I regret to inform you that I swam in those jean shorts <laughs> because Wait, what the hell? <laughs> we were with friends and I went in the ocean with jean shorts and then they're like, "Hey, let's go play putt putt." And I was like, "All right, that'll be fine." Oh no. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. The, I, I think I know where this is going. No, you, I mean, anybody, anybody who has worn jeans or denim and it's gotten wet, or it doesn't have to be denim. I know you've had some, some issues with chafing. Can you imagine what jorts would do to you? <laughs> it's okay. So, not to get, so we'll relate this back. I can relate to this. I I did not know we were going swimming though. This man chose to show up in jorts to swim. And that being said, I I am not going on a second date with this man. Whoa! Wow! This is after that story that you share. I just you're gonna hold it against them because this is my reasoning. I know how terrible that experience was, and anybody who voluntarily puts themselves through that kind of pain. They they must be crazy, and I'm, I'm not going on a second date with crazy. I'm not. So my answer, you can you can disagree. I am not going on a second date with Jort Boy. <laughs> oh, poor Jort Boy. Okay, understood, understood. And I'm glad you had that that personal experience to share. Yes, yes. I I regret sharing it. I probably should have kept it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So. I've got one more to throw at you uh, in, in this in this world. So let's see. Another guy, new date. You didn't like Jort Boy, so you uh, you told him to get lost, and you don't want to see him anymore. Mm-hmm. So your next date on OKCupid okay is with another person that you're just like, man, this guy is is perfect in every way, and I and I could see myself living a long life with him. Unfortunately, your nice day outside, like you guys were going, I don't know, on a little hike, mm-hmm. and really nice day started to rain a little bit turns out he actually uses a bubble umbrella every single time that it, it rains and, and i don't know if you know what those are but they're basically these clear umbrellas mm, that cover yes, like I, I do now all the way down to your waist like almost like a little like condom for your your body okay that yeah keeps you from getting wet description <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about i did i would not have known the name of it if that's actually is i don't it- know oh i don't know i just i just typed it on google i was like bubble umbrella and images came up of what i was thinking of so okay technical term i guess but that being said i know what that is i'm not a fan to <laughs> <laughs> say that i'm i mean honestly i'm not a fan of umbrellas in general <laughs> mm. they do serve a really like pretty solid purpose but i'm gonna be yeah. honest here i don't mind getting wet in terms of like, if I get rained on and I'm wearing a jacket, or even if I'm not wearing a jacket, sometimes I prefer not to wear a jacket because your jacket gets all soaking wet and heavy. Like sometimes I'm just like, all right, let it pour on me, like whatever. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. those umbrellas are obnoxious. I mean, they are just—they're terrible. They're tacky. Like I get like they're clear so you can like see through them while you're using mm-hmm. it. But like, mm-hmm. so like practically like pretty solid invention whoever made that probably making some good money but like yikes i mean that's just i would lose respect for that guy (laughs) if (laughs) i saw him pull that out on our date but that that being said i i am willing to overlook the bubble umbrella and i will go on a second date with this perfect man. So basically either like Zach Efron, Ryan Gosling, you know, like my perfect guy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah understood, understood. Understood. Yeah. So I'm going to overlook it. So the, the Jort boy got the one date and the hook, but the, the bubble umbrella boy, <laughs> he, uh, he's getting, he's getting a second date. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll go somewhere indoors. So perhaps yes, we don't have to yes. risk the, the umbrella being used. And if he's perfect in every way, 
I mean, he'll he'll figure out how to make that how to make that work, how to make that change for you. Exactly, for sure. All right, all right. I see. I see what you're. I see what you're doing here with the uh, with this game, perfect in every way. So we're gonna switch it up here. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a, a scenario or two, and this time that you're interested in girls. And this girl, she's perfect in every way, but. You know how people, you know, you wear sunglasses, it's sunny out. Um, people have nice sunglasses. Some girls wear like the super big ones that uh, the, the, eye, the eye hiders. The eye hiders, yeah, baby. However, that's not what I'm talking about. I just wanted to <laughs> ease you in a little bit. This girl, your perfect girl that you met and you're going on a date with, you're out, let's just say you're out at the beach, it's super sunny. She wears ski goggles <laughs> in, instead of sunglasses. Always when it's sunny out. <laughs> She carries them with her. Yes, she, she carries has ski them. goggles. She carries them usually in like an oversized purse. Let's say. Oh, okay. Oh, this all makes sense. This is all starting to make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Wait, my perfect, my perfect girl actually does this. This is actually what I want in somebody. So, wow, you hit. So that makes it easy. <laughs> wow, this is interesting. I mean, hey, like, whatever is going to help you with your eye protection i can i can get on board with like i think better that than just squinting away and and letting the sun get to your eyes and going blind by like age 60 i'm okay with that but i mean i'm more just like sort of like similar to your jort thing like there's like something a little off about this because everyone's gonna look at you everyone's Mm -hmm. gonna be mom what is that girl wearing? Like we're in Virginia beach and she's wearing ski goggles. Like they probably haven't even seen ski goggles in Virginia beach. Like, it's not a particular like ski town, if you will. I'm gonna be so, honest, if I saw someone, I may not even know. I have skied once in my life. I probably wouldn't even recognize what ski goggles look like on someone. Exactly. So this is like one of my concerns is are people going to think she's wearing some sort of device that is, I don't know. I don't know what people are going to think, but I don't think they're going to think good things about this. And so I'm more just I don't I don't want that just to be something that is constantly a topic of conversation. Everyone's like, hey, you know, what's going on with the ski goggles? And I just don't want that constantly to be to be something that's asked about. But all that being said, <laughs> I like skiing. And so if we could somehow parlay that into her becoming a skier. And just be like, hey, all you got to do now, you've already got the hardest part down with the goggles. Good all you got to do now yep. is a little transition. So I'm going to be okay with this. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be I'm gonna be going out going out to town with uh, going to the beach with Ski Goggle Girl. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so Ski Goggle McGee there gets the uh, second <laughs> date. Strange, but I respect it. Um, she, hmm. she, she's perfect in every way besides for, you know, not being normal and wearing sunglasses. <laughs> she probably looks good in the ski I goggles. Mean, I mean, yeah, you know, there's some ski instructors out there. There's some, I mean, <laughs> they do exist. Yeah, yes. They do exist. There's some, <laughs> I, I think the right girl can make some ski goggles look nice. <laughs> All right. So clearly I have to step up my game here because the, the fact that you were able to overlook that makes me think I need to come up with something a little bit, a little bit more challenging. All right. So for your second one, we're going to say that now that you've agreed to a second date, you're, let's see if you, you'll have a, a second, second date next week with a, another. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, so you know you can uh, if you're talking to one girl at a time, you're talking to two girls at a time. If you're on dating apps, it's 2021. Who knows? Like some people, wow. side you chicks. F. You ju- you go on dates until one of them works. You never know. Um, yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, I met Caroline on a dating app, so I'm I'm pretty familiar with the dating app scene that we we met on OkCupid. So it's it's a very oh. pop- it's a it's a very popular way to uh to meet to yes. meet others. Uh, so okay, back to business. Perfect in every way, this girl. However, she won't acknowledge your dog in any way, in any fashion, wherever you go. She won't acknowledge my dog? Yes. 
That you heard me right. She will if you invite her. Let's say you invite her on like a picnic date, which is super romantic, super cute. It's perfect weather. I've never known a girl to ever be opposed to a picnic. So you invite her to a picnic, and I mean, you're this guy. You're you're super cool. You got this cute dog. Like I mean, how can she not love you? You bring you bring their dog on the date. She shows up. She loves the picnic. Doesn't even meant like doesn't even say hi to your dog. Does not even look at it. Oh, wow. I mean, this is this. That's crazy. That's actually crazy. That's like, brutal. I'm a, I know you are. We're, we're both big dog people. We're we like dogs. And yes. You uh, you grew up with all sorts of big dogs, small dogs, puppies. I mean, you've had all the your family's had all the dogs and I'm a recent puppy owner for the first time. My, yes. Caroline and I just got a, a new puppy, Finn. And uh, I never grew up with puppies, so this is an all-new experience for me. But, like, now even owning a dog for, like, a week, I can't imagine that, like, any human could just not acknowledge a dog. But this is what your perfect girl's doing. I mean, holy – just – I mean, I'm just, like – I'm more questioning myself at this point. Like, how did I not see the signs <laughs> the signs for this? Because here's what I'll say about people that don't like dogs. I know she's perfect in every way. People that don't like dogs, though, Chad, there is something going on with people that don't like dogs and especially I'm, I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but especially if she likes cats oh, and no. not dogs, Ugh. I mean, that's a, that's a separate conversation and assuming she's perfect in every way she doesn't, she doesn't. So that could be okay. Yeah. But Hey, I mean, this is, this is troubling. This is really troubling for me. And this is something that I don't take, I don't take lightly at all. And if I'm going to be going on, on a second date with somebody that won't acknowledge my dog, won't even pet it, won't even acknowledge that it's something that I care about in the slightest. That person's got to go. They got to go. That's it. Okay. That, there's, that no, there's no that question. Easy. I mean, that's – I. this one, yeah. I mean, I, I can't – I'm not going to disagree with you here. If if I were answering the same thing, I, it's, it's so, like, just implausible. Like, I have never seen uh, – I've met a couple, let's say a couple girls that don't prefer dogs, but to not acknowledge a dog, that's absolutely nuts. Like, how do you, how do you even do that? And I mean, like you said, there's gotta be something going on there. Like that is, how do you sleep? How do you sleep at night? That is a red flag of, of all the reddest of flags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good one. I, I, I can't, I can't say no to, I can't, I just can't get behind that. Can't do it. All right. Well, I think uh, since I since I stumped you and you stumped me once, uh, we'll uh, we'll take a quick uh, break here uh, before we get to the the last segment of the night. Uh, everybody knows what time it is. It's our it's our favorite nightly or any day snack. Uh, Matt's got a new salsa to review, so we will review that right after this. Thanks for hanging in with hanging in with us there, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that last segment. We definitely did. We'll make this simple. You know, you know, it's the salsa of the day. Um, it's night right now, so we'll go with salsa of the night. I'm gonna pass it off to to Matt to hopefully redeem us from last week. If you were if you were here listening last week, it was, I mean, uh, terrible. I mean, there's not a there's not other words. It was it was the worst salsa reviewed thus far. Um, I don't need to say the name of it. I won't do that. I won't do that. <laughs> us, but it, it was just a poor experience. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to what salsa you have to offer for us tonight. Yeah. Let's, let's hope for no repeat. Uh, simple truth. Organic medium is the salsa a little bit odd. I actually, so I was at uh, a Kroger store and I thought I bought the Kroger brand salsa. I just sort of grabbed it because it's like, it was next to the Tostitos. And I, I think I told you, I was like, I'm going to try Kroger brand salsa. And then mm-hmm. saw today that it actually was simple truth, organic medium. So they got me, they fooled me <laughs> into buying the organic stuff. Oh no. Uh, that's, that's how they got, that's how they get you. That's how they yep. get you. They put it near the Tostitos. Cause I can't resist. I'm just like Tostitos salsa. I just, yep, just it. grab it. Go. Um, cool. So so much with organic medium. I have to 
take my walk of shame, my my sigh of shame, um, with my sad, sad reflux that I gotta, you know, I gotta go to bed it, like three hours since my past meal, and like it's all this like this. There's rules, Chad. There's rules. There's rules that <laughs> that, that I'll never have to worry about. <laughs> hey, you don't know that. <laughs> it's, it's true. I can I can barely drink like a glass of milk before bed. <laughs> So, in any case, as is tradition from two weeks ago, I have already tasted the salsa and had a nice serving of, uh, actually, uh, it wasn't Tostitos this time. It was San Santina's, San, Santainas, or some other brand had to buy one, get one, and, and you got to do that. You got to do buy oh, one, yeah. get one. You always utilize the BOGO. <laughs> the BOGO's needed. So, kind of a, kind of a different, different flavor on my chip today. Uh, so, what do we got here? I think flavor, yeah? Mm-hmm. Flavor. That's uh the the one to seven here for us. Yes, uh, flavor. Very very solid flavor on the simple truth organic medium. Very happy with this. I think it it could be a case of just expecting something a lot better from than last week's. Like mm-hmm. last week's had such a low bar that I think no matter what we ate, it was probably going to get the job done. Yes. So flavor for this one, I'm. I'm putting it at a nice five out of seven lip licks. I actually really enjoy the flavor of the salsa. Wow. That's a huge, huge turnaround. I'm very, very glad to hear that. I'm very glad. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. happy um, with, with uh, simple truth, organic mediums flavor, simple truth, organic medium spice level, a little bit disappointing. I, I think something we're noticing is medium just means a lot of things. Medium. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no guidelines in the salsa industry to what medium could be. And sometimes you get a nice spicy medium. Sometimes you get a pretty mild medium. This mm-hmm. one I think is actually on the, the mild side of medium. I, I think it could be a lot more peppy. So spice level for me on this one is actually only a two. Ooh. Okay. Okay. What about the dippability? This is, this is crucial for the overall score. Yeah. Th- I mean, th- this is going to be the, the determinant of whether this is something that you actually should buy at the store. And dipability, actually very solid, very solid dipability Heck factor. Yes. A lot of lip licks for, for flavor and dipability, not so much for spice level. And I'll tell you this about the dipability, Chad, something we haven't mentioned, but underrated. It's a salsa that is really good at being dipped out of a jar, out of the jar directly. A lot of times we pour into a bowl and dip mm-hmm. separately, but I appreciate when I can just take a, take a chip and dip into the jar itself fresh after, after opening and it's not going to, you know, it's not going to be all flopped around on my chip. I like that. Oh, that's actually very important. Lately, I actually have been eating a lot of chips, uh, dipping them straight in the jar because either I've been too lazy to get a bowl. Sometimes you just grab the salsa and you just, you know, you're sitting down somewhere and you're like, uh, I don't really want to go get a bowl and pour it out. But yeah, a, ch- a chip that can dip like in the jar solidly, it doesn't like awkwardly not fit or crack or half of it falls in or you spill some on the edge of the jar like that's that's pretty solid that's that's a that's a that's a perk that's a big time perk, perk. so yeah my dipability score is a five out of seven lip licks here okay that's that's huge um i'm glad we this then that 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 means this is a buy this is if you mm-hmm. if you're looking for a salsa you can you can rely on kroger or no not kroger that's right not, uh, kroger so maybe the Kroger would have been the letdown. Perhaps it was, possible. it was fate. It was fate that you grabbed the simple truth organic name. <laughs> yes, exactly. It could have been a, another situation like uh, like last weekend, which you know not what we wanted. So, uh, as as we always close with Chad, what are you uh, what are you most excited to watch while you're uh, eating your sauce this weekend? I think for me, um, because my weekend is my weekend's going to be pretty pretty jam packed with some, some work, some schoolwork. I'm finishing up some, some things. I got the new puppy. I think when I do find the time to sit down and enjoy my salsa, um, unfortunately I, f- I finished my Miss Renfro's habanero. Oh, no. the other oh you're left, you're left with the, uh, yes. the Voldemort <laughs> the, of salsa. Yes. The, <laughs> the one who, the name that cannot be said. <laughs> what yeah, yeah, that's the general idea. Yeah, that's the general idea. I I will be consuming said salsa. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> like we said, any salsa is a, is a fine salsa for eating. Don't get yeah, us wrong. This, yeah, yeah, don't. That's not who we are. Yeah. So this weekend, I'm going to take it. 
nice and easy. I'm going to watch some NBA. The game I'm looking forward to on Sunday, um, or actually I believe it's Saturday, is the Mavs-Lakers. Um, as you know, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm, I'm interested to see how this team starts to respond with Anthony Davis finally coming back, um, getting a little, getting some more minutes and, you know, trying to get, trying to get the, the role players more involved, but for when LeBron comes back. So I'm just going to be the, I'm going to be rooting in the NBA this weekend. Yep. Yep. Understood. I am also going to be taking a page of the NBA playbook. I'm actually going to my first live sporting event in quite some time, uh, as I'm sure a lot of people in the same case. It's very exciting. I'm actually I'm actually out in Utah right now, and I'm going to a jazz game um, tomorrow oh, night. Wow. Uh, yeah, so jazz actually really good this season, so I'm really excited to watch them. And they're especially good at home. They they rarely ever lose at home. They probably have single digit losses there this year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm hoping that we get a close game. They're playing the Timberwolves, who are actually just like the doormats of every NBA season ever, it seems like. Uh, so fingers crossed that it's not just like a first quarter blowout and it's we see backups the whole time. Uh, but I will be ordering the nachos and I will be having salsa one there. There you go. And that's that's even if it's a blowout, it's authentic. It's it, you're taking a step going back to a live sporting event since the since COVID had shut them all down. I mean, I know that we've been both been dying to get back to some sporting events. I can't wait to go to concerts. So that's that's huge. I mean, I, that's awesome that you're doing that. I mean, if 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 I, if I have to wear a mask and watch a sporting event, I'll do it. Like, I, I love sports that much. Like, it's it's worth it to me. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. All right. Enjoy that game. I will. Well, thanks everyone for hanging out and I hope you had a good time with us as always. Yep. Make sure you check out our Instagram page, the at the spilling salsa uh, podcast. So give us a, give us a like, check it out. Um, Hopefully you tune in next week. Thanks guys.